Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron-Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Without further delay, we take you live to the Knicks and the Hawks right now, late in the fourth quarter. The Knicks – oh, wait, we can't? We can't? We, we can't? We, oh, we can't. Oh, well, we can't. Look, can't there have been plenty of shows oh. that have done play-by-play can't, that remained on air, so I think can't you could. Do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I mean, you could try. Well, we'll see. We'll see how long we stay on the air. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! As, oh boy, do we have a huge night in the NBA coming your way. We have big stories involving two of the uh, top players in the NFL draft. Are the stories about them today going to cause them to fall through? Uh, but before we get to Steph and the Warriors and the game tonight, I know, I know right now you're going, oh boy. What's he going to say now? What's he going to say now? Uh, the Hawks and the Knicks, the marquee game of the night. Not many times I've ever been able to say. I don't know. You can say that even back to 1987. Uh, but well, I don't Hawks, know. When Patrick Ewing and Dominique Wilkins were getting after it, maybe. It was, man. That was when Doc was in the backcourt, you know, Spud Webb. Sure. long time ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. Hawks and Knicks. Yeah, you're going back to Mike Fratello as the coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fun, man. You're going back. 
You're back away. Uh, the Knicks and the Hawks. The Knicks trying to win their 34th game in a row, which would break the tie with the Lakers for the all-time win streak in NBA history. Uh, they are now tied with the Hawks, 109 apiece, six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And the big story coming out of this game is we are all waiting to see what the prognosis for Trey Young is. Trey Young left this game for the Hawks with what looks like a leg injury. We have not got an update on it yet. Uh, he leaves with 20 points and 14 assists. And, and clearly, look, this guy's one of the best players in the NBA. It's the year of the injury, and you just hope it's not you next because it's happening to everybody. And sure. uh, Trey Young played 30 minutes tonight before he left the game. Uh, and uh, so we're hopeful that he is going to be okay. And right now, again, Knicks and the Hawks, 109-109, just under six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Julius Randle, 27-8, and eight, MVP uh, for the Knicks uh, in this one. <laughs> Team that had been on the come since they hired Nate McMillan. Uh, been playing well. Uh, they've had a good streak going. Uh, the injury goes down, holds upper. So, like, the, the question was, all right, ankle, high ankle, shin, knee. Like, it just started becoming just a, all right, we're guessing, based on angles and reaction and where he's applying pressure as he's screaming on on the ground in pain just a, just an awful scene and and yes as you mentioned this has been the year we talked about it yesterday right just in in the MVP fun and excitement uh, that is taking over once again that just the idea that you you win the battle of attrition and you have to be in the conversation uh, and for Trey Young, he's been just on a phenomenal run, th- 20 points tonight, uh, battling your beloved Knicks. And, and now we just hope for the best. And, you know, and that's the thing about this year in the NBA. We always look at which of the best teams can win. And, yes, you always have to be healthy to win. But this really might be one of those years where it's is the best team going to win or is the healthiest team going to win? Because if you're talking about a team like, let's say the Nets don't get their stars back on the court and they fall out, can you really say, hey, they're not nearly as good as the Hawks or the, or the Knicks or whoever else when you don't know, get past them in the playoffs? You like how I put the Knicks in there. Uh, you'd say, no, of course they're the better team. But this might be one of those years where the healthiest team is going to win because everybody has issues. I mean, up and down. There's nobody that doesn't. All right, you look at the Western Conference, man, and I'll tell you what, everybody's got problems. Donovan Mitchell, how healthy is he going to be when he comes back? Okay, Denver, how are they going to play without Jamal Murray? What about AD, who's going to come back tomorrow night? We got that news today. LeBron James is still a couple of weeks away. How is that going to go? You have everybody that is sitting back going, hey, we're dinged up, man. And this is not just, hey, we've had rotation guys and bench guys and depth guys. You know, We've had our stars hurt the entire season. If Trey Young is out for a while, how is Atlanta going to make any hay in the Eastern Conference without right. him? I mean, really, it, it, it might be one of those years where, hey, if you're just healthy, that's going to be that's going to be how you do it. And you're going to sidestep landmines to get to the NBA finals. Right. T- take a team like the Clippers. Right. Say they finish third. So they would play in the let's say in the first round matchup, they play the Lakers and the Lakers are playing without a healthy LeBron James. Well, the Clippers are going to win that series. OK, great. Then what do they do? Let, let's say they play the Nuggets in the second round. All right. Well, the Nuggets are playing without Jamal Murray. And so that could be an advantage for the Clippers. All right. Great. Great. So they, they win that series. Then the Western Conference Finals are the Clippers and the Jazz. Uh, we don't know what Donovan Mitchell is going to be like. Is he going to be healthy? I mean, is he going to be able to come back and be able to be the same guy? And then the Clippers win that one. So they get to the NBA Finals, and they're playing a Nets team that is without KD or without James Harden or without Kyrie Irving because he needed time off during the NBA Finals. And the Clippers win the title. And you say, 
wow, they just did. Wow. Were they the best or were they just the healthy? Were they able to just sidestep everything to get to the NBA finals? It could be that kind of year in the NBA. I mean, really, it's 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 being healthy. All right. Your best availability is your availability. No, but that's it. Championship. Right. It may never be more true than this year. Does it diminish anything? No. Everybody played by the same set of rules. And and unfortunately, sometimes uh, the the injuries pile up and, and you can't get past them. Right. The the luck of a hey, you just have an ankle sprain and you miss three or four games versus missing a month, right? Laker fans are, are watching it. They've had to watch it on their TVs, but now they're getting back to Staples going, hey, if I get tickets for this two weeks from now, LeBron's going to be back, right? So uh, when you're paying the premium for only being able to have 2,000 people in, uh, you're trying to determine those things. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's been an interesting year. Just every night we see one of these plays and you cringe going, all right, how long? And what does it mean? Uh, and, and a couple of teams thus far have gone unscathed. You know, knock wood, uh, bring out the sagebrush, whatever it is, keep the good juju going, and and hopefully they roll through. I mean, look at Philadelphia. They've dodged a couple of bullets. Embiid tonight, they end up losing, but he gave a three-quarter court heave that was just thrown too hard. So it rattled around the rim and, and rolled out. But he's been healthy, and that's, that's something we've never been able to say really this deep into a season before. So I hope that's the case. I I hope we get the Sixers at full strength as we get into the playoffs. And it's a lot of wishing and hoping. Uh, but as we, we watch this season go through, the fact that we've got till May 16th, because normally we'd be in the playoffs now. Right. So the fact that we've already shifted the extra month and May 16th being the final day of the regular season, at least we've got another couple of weeks where, in theory, guys can get healthy and get back on the court. And maybe the the extra games from the seven through ten uh, will allow those extra couple of days. Uh, may, maybe it works some magic as well. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harbin. All right, we had Steph Curry tonight yep. going for his 12th game in a row with 30 or more points. The Warriors took on the Wizards. Let's play the highlight from the best player in tonight's game. Netto now through the center circle. Left wing outside the arc. Bradley Beal leaning to his left, shooting to his right, and it's there. Oh, Bradley Beal, <laughs> a giant DC3, giving the Wizards a little breathing room, 48-44. Wizard the hell kind of call? He sounded nervous. <laughs> scared like he was going to get hit in the back of the head while he was making the call. And it was the second quarter. It's not like it was down the end. Oh, it's, it's oh, breathing room for the Wizards. It's 48-44. Come on. It's the NBA. Come on. It's 48-44. <laughs> uh, so tonight, the night that Steph was going to continue on his big run, he does not. The Wizards beat the Warriors 118 to 114. Bradley Beal, who is neck and neck with Steph Curry for the scoring uh, title right now, scores 29. Uh, you get 14, 20, and 10 from Russell Westbrook. Yeah, you do. And Steph Curry has one of the worst games of the season. Seven out of 25 from the floor. He goes for 18 points. He is minus 23. On the night for the Warriors, so the Steph streak is broken. The Warriors lose. They fall to 29-30. and 30. They lose to a really bad Wizards team. Now, before you think I'm just going to sit up and go, oh, he's going to go crazy. Steph sucks. He's terrible. He's the worst. He's been saying it all week. Now it's that night. Now, this is where I kind of zig when you think I'm going to zag. Look, this is not suddenly, ah, oh, look at Steph, I told you, right? Look, I told you, Steph, oh, look, he's so, he's so bad. He's terrible. This is worth No, no, no. This is just who the Warriors and who Steph Curry is. I've told you, Steph Curry is a show. 
and he and what he's able to do to get his shot and make threes and change how we view shooters is amazing. But right now, you want to sit here and say he's the MVP. Uh, the Warriors lost tonight to the Wizards. All right, in the last twelve games, as great as Curry has been, they're six and six. All right, if, if Curry was really leading the team to a higher level, not that they're not better with him, of course they're better with him, but if you want to say all-time great and say he's still the MVP, you got to be better than being in ninth place and three games out of the eighth spot. you got to be better than that. And on a night when your supporting cast was actually pretty good, you had Kelly Oubre go for 24 off the bench, Poole had 22 off the bench, Bazemore had 19, he led the Warriors in scoring. This is not a great team, but here's a night where, okay, hey, these guys were all pretty good. Steph wasn't good in that lost okay so it, it, it's it's the same thing this is not to, this is not up and down and 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 we're all the way high and then we're all the way low this is just who Steph with the Warriors are if he was that big of a difference maker and again he makes them of course he makes them better he's a terrific player but if he was truly you want to talk about an MVP all-time great yeah, this Warriors team is higher up in the Western Conference. Not that they need to be a certain spot. I'm not saying they need to be third. They need to be fourth. You need to be in the conversation. You need to be a team that, okay, they're going to make the playoffs. You need to be a few games over 500. I'm not saying you got to be 20 games over 500, but you got to be five or seven games over 500. You know, you're sitting, you're sitting here 29 and 30. This is not a great season. Before you say, <laughs> oh, but they're one and seven without Steph. Okay, I'll give you three more wins. You know where you are? You're still not even an eighth. Okay, you're not even in eighth now. You're not even in ninth now after losing tonight. Okay, so let just let's just realize where you're at. Let's say you want to give four of those wins. You've been a 500 team all season. You're still not even in eighth place. All right, so it, it, that, that's what it is with Steph Curry. It's okay. Is his show translating into wins? And they're not. He's a five. This is a 500 team. That, that's what they are. And, and him being that much of a difference maker, which he's not, he doesn't have the skill set of all the other great all-around players in the NBA. They're, he's not as rounded offensively. He doesn't get in the paint and open things up. He's a pretty good passer, but he's not somebody that's going to open things up for the rest of his team. Defensively, he's not a guy that's going to make any plays for you. All right? He, he does one thing. He gets shots, and he's a big three-point threat, and he shoots the ball unlike anybody else. But here's a night where he doesn't shoot well, and the Warriors lose. Right, so there, there's no way where, hey, if Steph has a bad night shooting, he can do other things to help the team win. And that's kind of what was at issue tonight. If he's, not, if, it's, if he's not feeling it, if he's not having his night, hey, let's have other things and try to help the team win. And, and he doesn't do it because that's just not his game. So realize that as great as he is, it, it's, it's not that he's one-dimensional, but he's not nearly as, as multi-dimensional as the other great players in the game are. Eight assists, seven boards on the night. Reminder, uh, last year when everybody was hurt and there was a problem, uh, they won 15 games. So you've at least doubled on that by his arrival, yes. I, I yeah, he, of course that he makes them better. 15. Yeah, of course he makes them right, better. Right, but you've kind of kind of pushed it to the yeah, he makes it better. But and then and then a but does he make them elite? He can't. He can't. He can't. But I've seen some, other great players when they're the only great player on a team. Uh, you know, carry them to to big heights. And Steph Curry is not that guy. He's look, not, I'm not putting him on Mount, great Mount Rushmore. He's had great players around him. No, and and here's what I'll say to all of this. This is what we call mid-April hot take nonsense time. And I'm, I'm not just saying this to you. I'm saying in general is that there, there's so much talk on MVP discussions and, and value. Like, we've decided Steph Curry is, is the guy for the last week or two because of this streak. And, and it's, it's just a lot of bloviating <laughs> over nothing. It's like, he's good. He's great. Is he an all-time great? Where does he rank? Here, I'm going to – what do we have? 
Skip did his top 20 and he's got Bill Walton higher. So people got mad, right? Because why did he put Bill Walton higher? So people would get mad at him and keep talking about him. That's the problem with stuff like this. At some point, it's just a, we accept it for what it is. His teammates aren't very good. Tonight, they had an opportunity to tie. Andrew Wiggins misses a point blank layup. I mean, we're talking, and why he didn't try to dunk it is a whole other discussion point that we could have. But goes glass and misses it. Would have tied it instead. Foul. There's some free throw shooting, uh, and that's the end of the game. It's like, all right, you had a chance to to, to steal one against a bad team that you shouldn't have been losing to. Uh, so that's a whole other thing. But they do have two stars on their team, and right now he is the uh, the only one, as well as. Ubre and some of these guys play in Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole gave them 22 tonight. Kent Bazemore had 19. They got some pretty good balance uh, overall. Uh, look, you, you know where I'm at I'm st- on Steph. I, he's fun to watch. He's a great do I put him, like when we char- start doing the A, hey, LeBron could do this. LeBron's on a different level. Like I'm not putting Steph up there. And I never did. I don't care how many of these games he was going to string together. And tonight he was broken. Oh, that shot was so bad tonight. And you can see they, they were kind of having some fun with him as it got late in the game, and he had a couple of layups to uh, improve the shooting percentage when it seemed like it was out of, uh, out of pocket. And instead, they got back in the game. But, uh, yeah, it's – look, we, we can have this conversation probably for another three weeks if you want. Look, every, every time the Warriors play, we can do this. It's just this is just who they are. They're not a great team. He doesn't make them great. He makes them passable. And great players that we've seen before have led teams to higher heights. That's why we've seen it. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not saying that the, the Warriors need to be suddenly well. What, what record would have you happy, Jason? If they no, but that's exactly the, what you're doing. Were, what what record just, would make them happy? <laughs> if, if, if they're a few games over 500, if, if they're the Blazers, if they're 32 and 25, that's what I said. Hey, you want to make Steph the MVP? Okay, well, if they finish middle of the pack and he leads the league in scoring, that'll do it. I said that months ago, but that's not what's happening right now. What's happening is you are in 10th place and you are just as close to 8th place as you are to 11th place being out of the playoffs. So, I mean, you, you tell me how, how much of an MVP is a guy when that's where you're at. I mean, really, I, 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 don't, I don't know any other way to cut it up other than a guy wins the MVP when he leads his team to an incredible height. Joel Embiid has led his team to an incredible height this year, right? Nikola yeah. Jokic has helped lead his team to an incredible height. There's 17 games over 500. You've seen it with a lot of players. Um, Steph Curry, as great as he is, the Warriors are 500. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you this. Guys win the MVP when the writers and those that vote on it decide they like a story and they want to push mm-hmm. it. And that's why Steph Curry could still win. Even if he shouldn't, he could still win. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, right now in New York, it is tied 118-118. A buck 14 to go in the fourth quarter. Knicks and the Hawks. We'll have more on this. Plus, LeBron James went to Twitter today and he probably should not have we'll get into that that's a huge story coming up next right here jason smith mike Harmon, fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, daily show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Bogdanovich hits a three with seven seconds left to go. 
Julius Randle misses from about 15 feet out. The Knicks and the Hawks now go to overtime, tied at 122 apiece. I thought we had it, Mike. We were up three. I said, they got it. They, they got it. And then Bogdanovich hits a three. Wait, you were oh. trying to put me in on this uh, oh. we thing? What are we oh, talking we about it. here? No, I, I'm telling you, I thought we, the Knicks, had it. I oh, thought, hey, we got okay. it. We're up three. We're set. They got to stop him from taking a three. And guess what? They let him take a three. And they let him make it. Well, and, you know, uh, yeah. some, uh, sometimes you want to say, you yeah. know what, if you can hit that shot, you know, we'll uh, give it to you. Because uh, we like playing extra basketball. Yeah. You're Tom Thibodeau, Led. <laughs> Tom Thibodeau wants to see how tough you are. Can you gut out that? Look, at this is where conditioning comes in. I was yelling that at my daughter's soccer game on Sunday, and some <laughs> of the parents were so mad at me. Of course, because, dude, you have problems, man. You gotta, you gotta take it easy when you go to Maddie's soccer. No, no, games, no, no, no. Because I was screaming like a coach. Because you saw kids that that couldn't, they they weren't running anymore. They were kind of just standing and loafing. It's like this is where all the extra sprints come in. It's ninety degrees. You got like five minutes left. Let's go. And you had like going. four girls that were still going full out. Everybody else looking around going, son of a god, blow the whistle already. <laughs> and meanwhile, the other parents are going, is that guy a coach? He's not one of the coaches, is he? I, I totally sounded like a coach. And one of the dads was like, wow. You, I'm like, this is why Maddie ran all that she did when she was bored during quarantine, knowing these days were coming on a bigger field. And now they're here. Different. Same thing here. This is what Thibodeau does, man. Oh, Let's man. go. More sprints. You don't want to give kids no no come on kids i know you've had been worried you've been indoors for a year but come on let's get those sprints going let's be back to where we're at let's go no excuses keep no. running who are you you could have run in a you park are. you could have run in a park by yourself you could have gotten on a treadmill you could have gone and just run in place <laughs> plenty of pl- plenty of things that you could have done to get yourself ready for once you were back on the pitch mom, and i called out the loafers mom i don't like that mean guy who's yelling at me. I don't even know who he is. I didn't single anybody out. I just spoke in generalities. And if it hurt their heart, then they know there was an element of truth to it. Wow. Look at you, man. Well, I, I, would, I would not want to be playing for you if you were a high school football coach, man. It would just be it would be laps and it would We'd be, be the, the best conditioned team oh, going. Man. Oh my goodness. Get man. those fours up. Let's oh. go. It's our time now. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> Does he have an official standing? No, he doesn't have an official standing on the yes i will talk to him yes i'll talk yes, i got I warned will. I once will talk to him i will talk to him don't worry about I got, it i, I only got warned him. once on sunday i had a good day oh that's good you're supposed to not get warned at all when you when you go to a youth no 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 not get warned no the, the, the problem push, was i was i was loud enough that everything could be heard i didn't say anything inflammatory towards okay. the referee all right i, I didn't think say anything antagonistic i was just louder than the other parents you're, you're crawling up on, I think, 15 T's for the year. I mean, you may, you may have to, you may, you may be close to getting that suspension. I think you have to watch out for that. It could happen. And you know what? If it, if it happens, I'll be the guy in the parking lot going, let's go! Did you see the dad on that team got a red card? I've never seen a parent get a red card. Yeah, apparently he's on the radio. Oh, that would explain a lot. Well, you know, they give, this is where I come four hours a day to let go of all of my angst. Uh, so Knicks and Hawks uh, are in overtime right now, 124-122. Uh, but clearly the big basketball news now that we talked about the games, we'll have more on Steph Curry. Uh, LeBron James deleted a tweet uh, 
earlier today in which he talked about the Columbus police officer who fatally shot 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant uh, a day ago. Uh, It was a very controversial situation. You've probably seen this. Uh, There's body cam video out of what happened with Micaiah Bryant. The officer was called to the scene. She had a knife. And you can go back and forth on so many things. You know, was a gun needed? Could they have used a taser? It was was a very hectic scene, and people were getting punched, and she looked like she was going to stab somebody. There's so many things, you know, with what's going on. And I understand LeBron, I understand being upset that here's another black person who has died in police custody. I, I, I completely get that. And it's, it's something because on a day where we had the Derek Chauvin verdict, we realized that there's still so much more work to do. And it's, it's awful that we still have this, this issue going on. And LeBron put out a tweet that said, you're next, hashtag accountability, uh, referencing the officer who shot Micaiah Bryant. And LeBron got a lot of heat for it. He took it down and he apologized for that tweet by saying, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system. And they always use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. And I get that. Like, we should have accountability, right? Like, 99.9% of the police, police officers do a phenomenal job. But when we see situations... Situations like this, it's like, hey, wait a minute. There's some systematic failure going on that we need to address so this doesn't happen anymore. Uh, and and it is a huge, it's still a huge issue. And even though we had the Chauvin verdict, like I said, it's hard to celebrate because this is still what's happening. But I, I'll tell you one thing I know for sure. Uh, one thing is absolutely for sure in this country, the last five years, you get nowhere by putting messages out on social media that are inflammatory and look like you are pushing for some kind of physical action. You get nothing by threatening and, and, and bullying with, with a message. It's hard. I mean, we've seen it. And you could see LeBron James tweet going, you're next. What does that mean, you're next? What, what, what does that mean? I, I get what he's saying, that you're next means, hey, you're the next person that we're going to wind up uh, having to prosecute because of what happened here. I get it. But when it, when, when it comes across and on Twitter as something that's inflammatory, it doesn't help anybody. And I'm glad he took it down, and I'm glad he explained why he did it, because I get why he did it, and 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 why he was able to, why he wrote what he wrote. I understand. I'm I'm with everybody. For the, we got to have reform. We got to have something. But I know one thing: the past five years, how many times have we seen threats from people in 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 positions of power on social media or different places? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's uh let let let's dial this back a bit, because this is not going to do anybody any good. So I, I know for certain that's one thing that's not going to work. And 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 getting on social media. And putting out a message that doesn't say exactly what you want to say is not something that's going to go over well. And this is where when you are a public figure like LeBron, it's like doing an interview. And you, you, you want to make sure, hey, I'm going to say what I absolutely want to say. And this second tweet, what he wants to say, is a great tweet. This is, I'm, I'm tired of this. We got to work on it. But that first one, did that help? Did it not? It didn't. So I, that, that's the one thing I know. Either whatever side of anything you're on, you know, and look, we've seen politically the last few years of, 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 of rhetoric and what's being said back and forth. Look at everything went on for the, the Capitol riots on January 6th. I know messages on social media that, that, that are pointed and are, and, and are, are full of, 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 of interpretation. That doesn't help anybody. Well, as we know, you, you once you put it out there, and this is, we, we've talked about this related to general social media in a much more innocuous way, just talking about hot takes in sports. When you add elements 
uh, like this to where we're talking about society and where there's been calls to action. And we've had it in the political sphere, as you reference, right? For, for years, it was here are the tweets and dissecting what's exactly meant by the words or the 140 characters of President Trump. This week, you had some of the comments from Maxine Waters and others in the political sphere that made their feelings known. The fact that President Biden chimed in a a bit uh, before the verdict was read, right? And, And all of these statements come together if you've got power and influence Remember, you're influencing people. It's not just a a pretty word for folks that are wearing this season's latest designer dress or swimsuit or whatever it is, right? Or getting you to do a a dance on TikTok. There there are folks that, you know, power, responsibility, all of those things that go through. And LeBron put up a tweet that, depending on where your mindset is, yeah, you're you're looking at uh, a whole potential range of reaction to it even if it is innocuous and just saying hey this has to stop right and a measured time you know take your time measure it out put up your i can't tell you how to feel right with a lot of these and certainly with this discussion coming out of, out of Ohio this one's going to be contested this one is going to be dissected every way till Tuesday and remember you got a lot of folks who have no legal training no police training no understanding of how protocol is and it doesn't mean that protocol doesn't need to be looked at in a lot of this but when you're you're condemning immediately without a first asking why it, it doesn't help the situation Right. When when immediately becomes this this inflammatory and that's how it was read by many people. Right. We had a big discussion about Mark Davis's tweet yesterday and and folks got mad about that, thinking there was something subversive and 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 wrong about what he, he posted there. And then you have the family comes forward and said, yeah, thanks for the support. Right. We, we don't know how people are going to interpret things. Uh, all you can do is put out with your best intent. And for LeBron James, he decided to delete it after getting the, the blowback from it and rephrasing. The best is don't hit send if you're not sure. It's you need you need. I'm telling you, you need that Herm Edwards phone with the button that says don't press send. I mean, I get it because, you know, people, average people that aren't public figures, they tweet crazy stuff all the time. Right. You know, but when. Well, I mean, if we went and tried to follow up on some of the stuff that gets said to us. Oh, yeah. Like we we could be tying up. We could have lawyers in courts forever (laughs) based on some of the random threats and some of the the nonsense that's been spewed our way. And what do we normally do? We shrug. Because that's, you know, and, and all it takes is one to kind of change and, and make it all that real. But in the interim, it's, it's a bunch of noise. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, daily show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, so let's talk MVP here for a second. Again? Al- 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I hate listen, you. Listen, no, because you know we 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 played the Bradley Beal from earlier, but let's talk about the guy who really is the MVP of the NBA. We have that highlight. Randall straight on three. It's good. Little fake and floater over Hill. Randall with his six three tonight. I am flexing right now as I hear Julius Randle. 40, 11, and 6 for the Knicks. Okay. They have won 8 in a row. They beat the Hawks 137 to 127. If the season ended today, the New York Knicks would be hosting and have home court advantage in the first round playoffs. That's fine. They're tied for ninth in the NBA in wins. It doesn't. It, they're, they're tied they're for ninth place. in the NBA in wins. This is a Julius Randle is twenty second in the league in scoring, eleventh in it's not rebounds. All about Good points. for him. It's and not all about points. No, look, you you want to have these fights and, and bury guys. You're tied for ninth in the league in wins. It doesn't There's matter. There's your stat. We were we were given an over under of twenty two. It doesn't matter. What, so given the most improved He's player. He's not the MVP. Sure He's he the is. MVP VP in your house. No, no, and no, that's no. about it. Listen, we got a guy joining us now. He's going to one hundred percent back me up. No, uh, he's not. Longtime friend of the show, Knicks insider, host of the Bank Shot Knicks podcast, reporter, producer, podcast host in New York as well. It is John Schmielk on Twitter at Schmielk, who is now beginning the Julius Randle for MVP candidacy in earnest. John, what's happening, man? Just another day, another Knicks victory. Nothing new in the neighborhood, boys. <laughs> you know, I wish I could feel that way. Like, yeah, I'm cool. We won eight in a row. This this is how good teams feel. No, I'm so incredibly excited. I can't believe it. I'm still, you know, we won eight in a row. We're supposed to be terrible. Oh, look at us this yeah. year. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you guys, just for a second, let's appreciate how ridiculous this is. You know, this is the team. Julius Randle shot 29% from three last year. He's shorting Forty-two percent. RJ Barrett shooting over forty percent from three in the last three months. He shot thirty-two percent last year. The Knicks are a top-five three-point shooting team in the league. They were the worst three-point shooting team in the league in the first month and a half of the season. I don't know what's going on, but I am loving every minute of it. How about that? <laughs> Any concerns that come May sixteenth, they all turn into pumpkins because Tom Thibodeau has run their legs off. Honestly, I was worried about that about three or four weeks ago. They lost five of six, and it looked like the season might have been falling apart. But apparently, that's not going to happen. Uh, they're young. They got a bunch of young legs. So, no, I'm honestly at this point not concerned about that. All right, so looking at Julius Randle, we've been having some fun the last few nights. Everybody's on the Steph Curry MVP candidacy. And, yes, you know, Julius Randle is not someone that's scoring in the top echelon of players. But I'll tell you what, you want to talk about guys that are MVP that are raising their teams, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Julius Randle. I mean, I, I could make a great case for him for MVP in the NBA this year. I can see him getting votes. He is not the MVP. Sorry, I would love to say that he is, and the injuries give him a all around the league kind of give him a better case. But how about we have the conversation about all NBA? Can we have that conversation? I'll have oh, that conversation. Absolutely, that all NBA. Fun. Sure, sure, percent. Yeah, that's that's less uh, that's less hot take. Uh theater for radio though as you know everybody wants to talk mvps come on it's 15 deep let's go the jason smith show with mike Harmon. uh we got john schmilk with us here nick's insider all right so here's the thing now now every night harman has got to listen to me talk about the knicks this unbelievable run they're on right now yeah. are they a legit playoff team like can you see them getting in and causing damage do you see them hanging around four or five did they drop how do you see them the next 15 or so games going for them 
Hey, look, I don't think anyone – if they don't finish with the four or the five seed, I think you'd be hard-pressed to, to predict that they'd win a playoff series, right? I don't see them beating uh, Milwaukee. I don't see them beating Philly. Now, if, you know, James Harden's out and Kevin Durant's out, then we can have a conversation about the Nets. I think that's a fair conversation to have. But, look, they are not in that echelon of those top three teams in the East if, if they're all healthy. But can they beat any other team in that four or five series? Absolutely. And they are a legitimate playoff team. Uh, I, if you're talking to me again three weeks, four weeks ago, I would say, you know, hope you get in the playing tournament and, you know, maybe you get lucky. That's fine. But the way this team is played again, guys, they're like fifth in the league in three point shooting now. I mean, a Tom Thibodeau team. That's yeah. not something that, that, that you would have. I mean, seriously. I mean, look. Uh. I mean, it's, it's, it's really unbelievable considering where this team started. So, yeah, they are a legit playoff team. And even if they do lose to one of those good teams in the playoffs, it's going to be one of those series where the other team is having three or four games go down to the final minutes. They're sweating it out. They're getting their rear end kicked every night because the Knicks are a physical team. And they're going to walk out of that series feeling like they just played a 14-game series because the Knicks play harder and more physical than pretty much every other team in the league. See, I, I feel good about one thing I said about the Knicks last year when Jason was down and despondent going, oh, why couldn't we have had the number one or number two pick as we obviously watch what Zion and, and, and Moran have done. But R.J. Barrett has said, just wait. Kid's going to be able to play. And now he's actually found the three-point stroke too. So it, just a huge rise in his game in year two that I don't know that many Knicks fans were uh, bullish on from uh, everything I read off season. No, and by the way, there was no reason for them to be. He's never been a great shooter. He shot 32% last year. And then here's the crazy thing, guys. He started the year shooting, I believe it was something like 8 of 50 from 3. He, at one point, missed more than 20 consecutive three-pointers from December to January. And it looked like he had regressed. He had gotten worse. Since that streak, he's been over 40%. And that was always the key. He's not a great athlete, right? He's a good athlete. He's not a great athlete. That shot was going to have to come for him to hit. And it has come in a big-time way, which I think is just huge for the Knicks' future. But look, here's the, here's the thing, guys. Getting the four or five seed is nice. It's fantastic. But you don't want to live there because that's kind of no man's land, you want to get to that next level. And the way they get there, they got a lot of cap space. you got to hope for that next star to say, I want to get traded, and they pick the Knicks, because really all the other big market teams have traded away all their draft picks already, so they really don't have anything left to trade except for the Knicks. And then throwing Barrett and Emmanuel quickly is improvement. And those are good draft picks. And you put those things together, that's how the Knicks get to that next level, which is kind of that next step for them now. No, of course, because we're going to get Zion. He's gonna, we're, we already know we're getting Zion in a year. What, I'm going to put up with every night. Dude. <laughs> we're getting Zion. We're going to have the first pick. Hey, boy, I wish we could have got Zion. We just had to wait a couple years. And we're well, gonna Jason, Jason, I, I got a question for you. Of these guys that are realistic, that could demand a trade, who are you pining for the most? <sighs> boy, you know, I, re- I really would. You know what they really need? I think they're a team that if they could just plop in a small forward, you know, they could plop in somebody who could score that can come in and not kill them defensively because that's the one thing they need the most. That's kind of what I'm – look, I'd love to see Zion and Stars coming, but if they can plop somebody down that can come in and just be that small forward and put points on the board, look out. That's what I'm looking sounds, at. Sounds a lot like Bradley Beal to me, my friend. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And by the way, f- how about this? Chris Paul's playing so, good, so well this year. What if Chris Paul opts out of his contract? And tries to get one more three-year deal before he retires. Oh. Just saying. All right. <laughs>
that. <laughs> He's on Twitter at Schmilk. It is at Schmilk. John Schmilk, Knicks insider. John, as always, buddy, thanks so much. Hey, we'll talk next week. We'll be close to the draft. We'll talk Giants. Uh, absolutely, boys. Anytime. You got it, man. man. Have a good night. Look how happy he is. I'm just saying, uh, Chris Paul, I'm just saying, Bradley Beal. Nah, yeah, he'll saying. actually sign with the Lakers after I'm, all this time. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. And there's no – and you need to know right now, there is one reason why the number one trending topic on Twitter right now is eight in a row. Boom. The Knicks are on top of the NBA for the first time since, like, 1973. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. We'll have more NBA on the way. But coming up next – Two big stories out of the NFL draft. Are the reports today on these two stars going to force them to fall down the first round? That's coming up next right here, Fox. Next! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988 and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 